Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman, but stay for that Anthony. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, with me as always. Hi everybody, I'm Kenny Wendorski. And we, we we did not watch Never Fear this week. We were, I think, I'm pretty sure that's what I said last week, but I was going by the Wikipedia page, which, hold on, I've got like four tabs open. Let's see if I can get this straight. If we were going by air date order, that would have been next, which is apparently what Wikipedia uses, but, (laughs) but going by production order, double talk is next. And that's what we watched today. Yeah. (laughs) Cause by the time I'd realized I did not do the thing that I did last time where I got halfway through the episode before realizing my mistake, but it took me so long to try and figure out I, w- I was Googling like, well, which which order should we use? And yada, 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 and blah, blah, blah. By the time I finally figured out what was going on, Kenny had already finished watching Double Talk. So, okay, that decides it. We're doing production <laughs> order. <laughs> I went by, uh, uh, it's, remember I got that very generous gift, uh, the Batman animated series. So I, uh, um, I went by the Voodoo, and uh, Voodoo, that was the next one. So I clicked on it. And, uh, yeah, but we'll get there with the never fear. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's only it's two only, episodes away. Yeah. Only two more. And apparently, yeah, the differences between air date order and production order are very small from yeah. here on out. It's not like, not like the original Batman, the animated series where they were airing two parters months apart and yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, don't uh, give up on us. Don't be like those sons of bitches. I really <laughs> want it. Never fear. And they lied to me. <laughs> yeah, Unsubscribe, just, you know. We'll two get more there, weeks. guys. Two more weeks. It's Hang fine. in there. We'll get there. <laughs> yes. Stick with but us. <laughs> for reference, yeah, we are going by production order, which is what the home video releases, Blu-rays, and DVDs use. Apparently, it's what Voodoo uses as well. So that's that's probably the better order anyway. Just in terms of if people are following along with us, keeping it, uh, keeping it the same between the way we watch it and the way you're likely to watch it. So this week's double talk next week will be you scratch my back. And the week after that will be never fear. So it's coming up. You just hang out with us, buddies, buddies, (laughs) guys and gals. We'll get there. But that's the future. This week we open up on a, an obvious dream sequence. Everything's all off kilter and askew. The perspective is weird. And it's the, it is Arnold Wesker, the ventriloquist. He's, he's in a jail cell. He's just waking up. He's, he's discombobulated and he's being chased by at first this like animated, looks like a, like a trunk. Like you'd have like a, like a footlocker or maybe a treasure chest. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like stretching and squashing, like cartoony, like Roger Rabbit style. And he's hearing a, a voice saying, Dami, <laughs> Dami. <laughs> it's cool. It's a great dream sequence. Uh, it's a great way to start off the episode. Uh, he is running and uh, his uh, kind of pathway is a bunch of stairs that are illuminated. And uh, he's getting nowhere because it's like an escalator going a conveyor belt going backwards and he's just yeah. stuck there and out of that box pops out the uh the old dummy yep scarface himself jumping out of the box with like <laughs> like sparkly sunbeams behind him to a dramatic flourish of music and that's when 
That's when Rhett Wesker, the ventriloquist, wakes up for real in his cell in Arkham. But he's not going to be there for long. That's right. He has been given the 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 A-OK from his psychiatrist uh, that he's going to be released from the asylum. And uh, he's a little nervous about it. He's actually kind of like, I don't know if this is the right time. I'm a little... You know, I, I feel still like I need help. And the psychiatrist is like, you're going to be fine as long as you make a clean break. And you've got a great future ahead of you. Just got to stay stay the path that you're going on. And yep. uh, he winds up going to, it's a, it's a halfway house uh, owned by Wayne Tech, <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Yep, it's, and, it's called Wayne Gardens. Nice, nice to see that, that Batman slash Bruce Wayne isn't just interested in putting people away forever. He's interested in rehabilitation, you know, getting yeah. people ready to, to re-enter polite society. There's a young lady who is a, a little person who shows yep. him around the... It looks like a nice apartment uh, slash room. I don't know what you would call it. We'll say apartment. Yeah, it's, it's furnished and yeah. she seems very friendly. Says, yeah, you know, it's... Uh, TV, uh, phone, all the amenities. Yep, and and he's also gotten set up with a job working in the mailroom at, at Wayne Enterprises. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. It's not like, you know, that's pretty nice. You get to wear a suit. And yeah. It's not like you're you're slaving overway at some kind of low-level job. You know, delivering mail, that's not bad. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh... And so we get to see Wesker's first day at work. He actually meets Bruce Wayne himself, comes to check on him, shakes his hand, and tells him, you know, he should be proud of himself. He's come come so far. But after his first day of work, he gets accosted on the street by our old pals Rhino and Muggsy. They're back. Uh, they they kind of pick on him, bully him. They're like, hey, what's up? Where? When's the boss coming? And Arnold's like, no, he's not coming back. And you guys got to leave me alone. The doctor yeah. says so. And <laughs> Rhino is kind of like, where do you think you're going? You, we want to see the boss. Come on. Yeah, and but, uh, uh, I get the feeling that they've been doing capers on their own, but they're not great capers. So they want the, the mastermind, the guy who has the, the big, big plans that makes the big dough. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Batman and Batgirl have big plans about not letting them pick on poor Arnold Wesker. They swoop into action, beat him up, and Batman says, Wesker's off limits. You leave him alone. Yeah. But meanwhile, Wesker, he's he's not feeling this whole scene. The The violence is clearly disturbing him. He he runs home scared, and then back at his, his little rented room... He hears the voice again, this time awake, saying, uh, Scarface's voice saying, I'm coming back, dummy. (laughs) (laughs) He's a nervous wreck at work the next day. He's dropping stacks of mail. Bruce is, is checking up on him saying, hey, are you okay? You look awful. And he's hurrying away. He's got flop sweat and he finds in the stack of mail an envelope that just says dummy in great big letters with a, a message saying, be by your phone tonight at nine o'clock. And so he goes home to his apartment. He does get a phone call, but he doesn't answer it. He lets his answering machine take it up at first, but then he hears the voice in his head, the voice of Scarface and Scarface says, pick up the phone or I'll pop a blood vessel in your head. Yeah. You got to tell three, one, two, (laughs) Arnold picks up that phone. He's like, you're not real. I got rid of you. But uh, clearly 
he's still hearing that voice. And that voice is telling him, you know, we're getting back the old team again. We're going to we're going to cause a little mischief. Yeah. And Scarface says, well, if you think I'm not real, look across the street. And Wesker looks out the window and he sees across the street there's a phone booth, which for you children in the audience, (laughs) (laughs) this is a thing that we used to have back before cell phones. (laughs) It was a little glass booth that you would walk into and there was a little phone in there that you would put a quarter into. And it was it was often used for for criminal capers since it was hard to trace. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, anybody could use it. Superman changes in it. Uh, Bill yeah. and Ted they they go in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now the real ones uh, could not travel through time for twenty five cents. That was a seventy five cent and up feature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit more on that one. <laughs> um. So uh, Batman is, he's outside the window and he's listening in and he looks across the street and he does see a dummy in the phone booth. Yeah, so and up he, until now, we're, this might have all been in, in Wesker's head. It's all very much been from his perspective, but now we see Batman sees the dummy too. So, okay, something's going on here. So, and Batman chases the dummy you you see him running through the alleys and and this is where things get really surreal like wait is something supernatural happening here the yeah. dummy is moving the scarface dummy is moving without the ventriloquist what is going on yeah uh the the dummy turns around and shoots at batman it's all very real real bullets yep. and uh, escapes and uh, that's where uh, Batman and, and Batgirl, they're like, somebody's trying to do this. Somebody is deliberately trying to get the ventriloquist to get back to his old ways. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're sitting at the Bat computer analyzing a, a voice sample that Batman had recorded of, of Scarface's voice. Previously, in his first appearance, the Bat computer had... Uh, believe that it was two separate people based on its analysis but this is this is not the same scarface voice as before the it's done a voice print analysis not the same guy so something weird's going on and batman says says yeah i found a speaker in the ventriloquist's apartment somebody's trying to drive him crazy and that's one of the somebody's is this uh little hired goon <laughs> yep. He's a little person. Uh, and and you can tell he's villainous because we open up on him going into a, a tenement apartment and he's unlocking his door and he looks around to see if anybody's looking at him <laughs> and he steals his neighbor's milk and newspaper. That so clearly a, a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> only, only real jerks steal milk. You know, the newspaper, eh, but milk, dude. <laughs> how else are Fuck you gonna get guy. your calcium <laughs> somebody's gonna have weak bones because yeah. this asshole this guy over here he didn't grow up big and strong so he doesn't want anybody else to that's probably offensive i should probably check that out i'm sorry <laughs> uh batman batgirl they show up and uh that guy he's actually the guy who was in the suit he was yep. in a little dummy suit Yep, uh, his name is Hips McManus, which is a pretty good, uh, pretty good mook name. That's a great name. <laughs> Where now, do you ben, think this guy sits on the Anthony scale? I, he's up there, man. He's a he's, he's an interesting guy because he can do the voice and uh, he fits the part, and he steals milk. 
Yeah. He's, you know, for sheer villainy, I'm going to say 750. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that, you know, I'm okay with that. I concur. Yep. <laughs> and I think we also have to, in, in case you haven't sussed it out now, in this scene, Batman and Batgirl interrogate this guy and, and the plot comes out. The, the master's mind behind the whole plot to drive the ventriloquist crazy again are, in fact, Rhino and Muggsy. They want their boss back. And Man. they have been the ones setting up this whole caper just to try to to cause the ventriloquist to backslide so that he will come back and, and do crimes with them as Scarface again. I, I think they need an extra couple hundred mook points apiece. Yeah. I think they 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 get an upgrade compared to their last uh, last appearance. I was watching this with Sarah, and Sarah was like, "What are you guys gonna rank the the mooks, the rhino, and the other guy?" I was like, "You know what? That's pretty creative. That's, yeah, you know, they're driving a guy crazy to revert back to his old ways. That you don't really that's some high tier mook work right there. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 gonna say nine hundred apiece. God damn! All right, like I'm in. Yeah. Like just, <laughs> it shows a lot of heart too, because they miss their guy. They miss Scarface. Nine hundred might be too low. No, they, I, <laughs> I think you know not not quite as much heart as Anthony, because you know Anthony cared about Scarecrow for himself. That was a real personal connection, and this you know. These guys, at the end of the day, they're out for themselves. They want they want the best boss they can have to commit better crimes, not necessarily yeah. because they care so much about them. But this is a a much cleverer scheme than anything we've ever seen Anthony do. So I think it evens out. I think it evens out to a thousand. God, that's all right. I, I think we've got two Whew. honest to God Anthony equivalent mooks. You know, for different reasons, but. We've never seen mooks actually increase in their value before. This is a first for bat rankings. Yeah. I mean, before they were, I mean, they were good mooks. You know, Rhino has, you know, he he's a match for Batman in just a straight fisticuffs fight and brings a lot of value. But but these guys are up in their game. They yeah. really are. I agree. With, <laughs> I concur 100% with this. All right. If, any, <laughs> if so, anybody's keeping track of, of Anthony rankings, which Lord knows I am not. Right. <laughs> but update your records. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but, there and, is. And, and it works is the damnedest thing. We we cut back to, to Wesker in his apartment and he finds the ventriloquist's dummy, the Scarface dummy on his couch and he picks it back up. He's back to his life of crime. He busts busts open the door at the at the dock warehouse where Rhino and Muggsy are playing cards and says, "I'm back, boys." Yep. And he's got a scheme. Now, earlier yep. in the episode, we we kind of forgot that there are bear bonds being brought into Wayne Tech. Uh, Lucius Fox was overseeing it. These bear bonds. Well, if you've ever seen Die Hard, you know, yep. it's it's valuable and they're untraceable. So uh, there's a whole bunch of them. I can't remember. 200 million, maybe. Yeah, I think 200 million was the number. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Scarface, since he was in that area, I'm sorry, the ventriloquist, since he yep. was in that area, <laughs> he overheard all of this. And that's part of his plan. So they and the hired goons, they get Lucius Fox and they make him open up the door. 
And there's the the bear bonds. They're going to steal all that money. Yep, Batman and Batgirl swoop into action. They've uh, heard the details of this caper from uh, Hips McManus, and but God, uh, that's a great name, isn't it? It's it's a really good name. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great name. It's a good mook name. It really is. <laughs> but yeah, Scarface has Lucius Fox at gunpoint, so Batman and Batgirl have to surrender. They get tossed into the safe and locked in there with a a ticking bundle of dynamite which uh i like the way that batman disposes of this it's clever he opens up the vent which is too small for a person but uh he bat grapples the dynamite off into the ventilation system where it detonates probably causes a bunch of property damage but nobody gets hurt and they're (laughs) able to get out (laughs) but one final plot twist to all the machinations of this episode, Scarface, now that he's back, is not happy with the fact that his mooks were impressionating him. <laughs> yes. He apparently was playing possum, as he said, that he wanted to trick all the doctors and the police and Batman, that he was completely gone, and then he was going to come back on his own time. Yep. And the hired goons, they kind of fucked with that timetable. So... Scarface is mad, and he wants to dispose of his own hired goons. <laughs> yep. Throws some dynamite at him. And by this point, we're in the middle of our big silly Batman third act. The The mooks wind up dangling from some scaffolding. Batgirl swoops into action to save them from dying. While Batman pleads with Wesker, don't do this. You don't have to do this. You were doing so well. Do the right thing. And... Like the like the devil on his shoulder, Scarface is saying, No, do something useful for a change. Shoot Batman. And Wesker <laughs> picks up the gun and points it at Scarface and riddles him full of bullets. Wesker does the right thing in the end. And we cut to Wesker back in the halfway house talking to his his landlady who... I, I think was there as kind of a red herring. I think we're initially supposed to think that she was the one in the Scarface suit. That's who I was thinking at the very beginning. Uh, yeah. I it, think she's also there so that it's a little less problematic to have a little person be a villain. <laughs> right. Yeah. We've got a, a sympathetic, a nice little person in the same episode. So right. that works out too. But but she says, yeah, don't be a stranger. Come use the rec room. You know, hang out with your friends. And Wesker says, oh, I will. But right now, it's just nice to be alone. And thus ends Double Talk. Yep. Kenny, does this episode hold up? It does. I I mean, I, I maybe I'm, because we haven't done this in two weeks. Yep. But I really enjoyed this. I was kind of like uh, transported. Uh, it At no point did I feel bored. Uh, I really enjoyed the animation. Those dream sequences were very outstanding. This was a, a really good one. looking episode. This yeah. was a, it was, the dream sequences were great. The chase sequences were very well directed. There was lots of nice little directing flourishes. Like there's, when when Bruce Wayne shakes Wesker's hand for just a moment, we get this like Dutch angle looking at Bruce Wayne from from below to see, you know, he's smiling, he's friendly, but he's also this intimidating figure for Wesker because Wayne kind of holds Wesker's fate in his hands. Yeah. Yeah, and just the the perspective of showing so much of, of the episode, like the first two acts basically are, Wesker is the main character of this story, and that's a cool thing, I think. 
I enjoyed, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I enjoyed seeing the different side, uh, the ventriloquist himself. It was a nice progression of a character, too. We get a lot of downgrades. We keep talking about the Mad Hatter, how he went from having this motivation, which he wanted this girl, to wanting to steal money to buy an island. (laughs) Uh, I feel like this is a a good evolution of a character. Here's a character who kind of was meh at the beginning, but now he's actually kind of become a bigger entity in the series. So, yeah, I enjoyed this one. Yeah, yeah. We talked in his his, uh, first appearance about how he's... There's kind of a lot of overlap with the whole multiple personalities thing between him and Two-Face, but Two-Face will always be a tragic character. In this episode, Wesker gets the happy ending that Two-Face will never get. And it was nice to see somebody just pure happy ending. Yeah. No no last lingering like, oh, but maybe, you know. Yeah. No, we don't end on like a shot of the dummy and like, oh, but he's not really gone. Like, nope. Wesker's Wesker's good. He's cured. He did it. He he beat his psychosis. We could have used job, a Batman Wesker. thumbs up. We could have used yeah. one of those. But uh, you know that was Sandy. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> that would have been the perfect little cherry on top. <laughs> yeah, I I enjoyed this episode a lot. I'm glad that because um, honestly, the last few have been a little weak for me. But this one, I kind of got a kick out of. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sins of the Father was okay. That was that was yeah, all right. Yeah. But but I I think this is the first like this is the new Batman Adventures that I remember. Like yeah, different style takes some getting used to, but some really good stories from a writing team that's become really comfortable and really confident. Yeah, I like that a lot. So yeah. let's see exactly how much we like it with some science. I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with nature. Yeah, we got that science machine booted up. I'm excited. It's ready. I got all my gadgets on. I got a green light, so that's good. Green means go. Awesome. All right. Now, the uh, the, the red light's blinking. Hold on. I think there might be uh Okay, yeah, just a slight wiring issue. We've got yeah, just that take it out, out put it back in again. Yep, that's all you got to do. Yeah. But most importantly, we've got our lab coats on. But let's take those pants off. Ah, been a while. (laughs) All right, and I've got our master list of 82 episodes. I'm going to get my coffee and my popcorn. You you handle it from here. (laughs) Two-Face, See No Evil, Harley and Ivy, Demon's Quest, Cazin Garden, Cat in the Club, War the Grey Ghost, The Man Who Killed Batman, Showdown, Second Chance, Almost Got Him, Heart Grenade, Pretense to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Read My Lips, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, Eye in the Night, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favorite, Feet of Clay, Silicon Soul, Collecting, Heart of Steel, Time Out of Joint, Harley's Holiday, What is Reality, Avatar, Deep Freeze, Sideshow, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, A Bullet for Bullock Line, and The Unicorns, A Ton Under Cold Comfort Dreams and Darkness, Off Balance, The Mechanic, Tiger, Tiger, Appointment, Crime Alley, On Other Wings, Christmas with Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Rigorous Reform, Blind as a Bat, Sins of the Father, Mudslide, Mood of the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Baby Doll, Make Him Laugh, Triumph, Fear of Victory. Shadow of the Bat, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather, Be a Clown, The Cape and Cow, Conspiracy, Fire from Olympus, Bane, Catwalk, Pat, Girl Returns, Worry Man, Page into Crime Doctor, It's Never Too Late, The Undergrowers, Nobody's Perfect, Holy Nights, Terrible Trio, Tear in the Sky, Catch, Grudge, Fever, Lock Up, and I've got Batman in my basement! Yeah! <laughs> 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 That's great! 
I feel like I feel like the new challenge is getting all the way to through. If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? That's where I really start to choke. And I know I don't need to. There's I know I don't need to. There's little additions in there too, cold comfort yeah. and whatnot. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see what the random number generator has to say. Is this episode, Double Talk, better or worse than number 48, Appointment in Crime Alley? Yeah. Yes, Yeah, I think better. it is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Appointment in Crime Alley was one of those kind of slow, kind of blah. This one, this one had me riveted the whole time. So. Yeah. All right. Is Double Talk better or worse than number 41, The Lion and the Unicorn? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Lion and the Unicorn was fun. It was nice seeing Alfred take a more central role, but this one one was a really cool character story. Yeah. All right. Is Double Talk better or worse than number 23, Joker's Favor? Mm, I'm inclined to say that this one's better, but... This one isn't nearly as much of a just snap obvious judgment as those last few. Because I really like Charlie in Joker's favor as like kind of the downtrodden, everyman, nebbishy guy who gets walked over and and gets his at the end. But when it comes to that, I think Wesker is even better potentially in that role here. Yeah, I'm going to concur. There's a lot of fun with shadows and lights and camera angles in this one. It felt like an Alfred Hitchcock kind of episode. Yeah, a little bit. And just yeah. the way it gets into his psychosis. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm going to yeah, go makes... with a double talk. All right. All right. Well, this one's, this one's going to be placing in the upper echelons of the list. Is it better or worse than number 19? Day of the Samurai. Hmm. You know, I think it is. I think it is too, yeah. Day and the Samurai had that fantastic finale, but uh kind of has to, you have to wait a little bit to get there. Yeah, yeah, and we kind of breezed past them because they're just not what this episode was about, but this one had some had some fun fist fights. Had mm-hmm. some, uh, in that, in that first fight between Batman and Batgirl and, uh, rhino and mugsy batman is you know he's you can you can see he's having to put up an effort to to fight off rhino he's he's you know ducking and weaving and dodging but then mugsy comes up comes up behind him and he just does that backhand pops Mm -hmm. him in the face without looking and then a couple minutes later he does it again just no (laughs) respect for mugsy it was so funny just like little touches like that good stuff All right, so we're looking at a top 20 episode at the very least. Hmm. Is Double Talk better or worse than number five, House and Garden? Is that the creepy one with That Yeah, that's the one with the the plant people. I'm going to go with the plant people. Yeah, I'm going to concur. It's... That one had... That that same character stuff, that interesting character motivation stuff that this one does, but that one was was legit creepy. Whereas this I'm, one, 
Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that ever got aired, to tell you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> the Plant People one. A children's cartoon like that on network television. Good for them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Good for them. All right. In that case, is Double Talk, better or worse, than number 18, I Am The Knight? Yeah, I think it is think so too i am the knight's a, a highlight for the for the emotional stakes you know commissioner gordon in the in the hospital batman kind of copping to the fact that he's that gordon is his symbolic father which is fun stuff but mm-hmm. but this one is just such a well-crafted 22 minutes of television that i yeah. think i would give it the edge yeah all right in that case is Double talk, better or worse than number 10, Second Chance. That's funny because it's... Yeah. <laughs> split personalities. <laughs> yep, both split personalities, both... Oh, man. Like, pretty pretty similar... Similar concepts of that, that dark half coming back to, uh, to torment the... The good personality, um, and in fact, both of them open up with, with the villain being informed, "Hey, you're cured. Everything's great." Right. I kind of like this one slightly better. I think so too. I think it was peppier, if that makes any sense. A little bit more hip, a little bit more jazzy. Yeah, second chance kind of dragged a little in the middle. Not badly, yeah. but, but by the narrowest of edges, I, I'm going to concur. Mm-hmm. All right, Kenny, we've got a top 10 episode on our hands. And it's a newer one. That's yeah. crazy. This, you know, doing the first couple of uh, of episodes of the new Batman Adventures and watching how low they ranked, I'm like, is this is this just going to be depressing, like watching these things consistently rank in the bottom half? But no, they, they have the potential to rank among the upper echelons. I think we're going to have to, and it's going to be nearly impossible, there is a distinction between the two, but we're going to have to start thinking them as one whole entity and it'll yep. be a process. I think you and I will always be like, no, that's an older one or that's a newer one. But yeah. I mean, quite frankly, they are the same team, the same writing staff, same voice actors for the most part. So we got to start thinking of them as one whole. Yeah. Yeah. And this is definitely one that I'm perfectly comfortable putting in the top 10 without having that little mental asterisk beside yeah, it. You know yeah, what I mean? So Exactly. All right. So let's see where in the top 10 it drops. Is Double Talk better or worse than number eight, The Man Who Killed Batman? I kind of like The Man Who Killed Batman more. It's a... Yeah. It's a, an interesting kind of crime saga from the point of view of a little nobody. Yeah, and this one, this one had that too, but it it sort of dropped that conceit in the third act. Like by the third act, the focus has shifted to Batman and Batgirl's investigation. Mm-hmm. Whereas the man who killed Batman never leaves Sid the Squid. He is our viewpoint on that story all the way through. Mm-hmm. So I th- I think it it stays true to its concept a little better. Narrowest of margins. And it had that fantastic kazoo. 
I was you about know? to say, <laughs> it had Arlene Sorkin on the kazoo, and that's oh, always... Way, yesterday was her birthday. Hey, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Arlene. Sorkin. I know you're <laughs> listening to us. Happy yeah. birthday! <laughs> Why wouldn't no, you be? No offense to anybody else who's ever played Harley Quinn, but you're still, you're the first and the best. Yep. You never yep. forget your first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're getting close in that case. And in fact, I think we've only got one more choice to make. Is this episode, Double Talk, better or worse than number nine, Showdown? I think Showdown's better. Yeah, I concur. Showdown was was bigger and more bombastic without being any less, you know, hip, jazzy, energetic. Yeah. And it was unique. We got a, a story with a character who's not Batman. Yep. The hero was um, Jonah Hex. It's it's different. Yep. All right. So congratulations to Double Talk for just barely cracking the top ten. It's our new number 10, just below number 9, Showdown, and just above number 11, Second Chance. Wow. That's great. Two split personality episodes back to back. Yeah. What are the odds <laughs> of that? <laughs> Science, that's what. Yep. <laughs> well, will you, we will see. We've only got another 20-odd episodes left to go, so we will see whether they stay back to back. Okay. In the final reckoning, I'm looking at, not at Wikipedia... With its air date order, I'm looking at my copy of the Blu-rays to see that next week we've got You Scratch My Back. Do you remember okay. this episode, Kenny? No, but if I had a guess, it's going to be Catwoman. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sad that you and I both were like, eh. Because yeah. we used to love Catwoman. And she just kind of has gone down every every episode. She goes a little further down for us. Yeah, you know, we were we were just talking up like, the, the writing in this episode, and this is a writing team that's been together for years that really knows what it's doing, but they just seem to drop the ball every time Catwoman comes back. So we'll we'll see whether that's the case this time. Well, but, they, they had such a great introduction. I mean, who knows? This could be great. We don't know. Yeah, we'll find out, but that'll be <laughs> You don't sound very confident. <laughs> yeah, yeah We'll find out. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, well, here's... here's <laughs> Here's the thing, and this might be this might be my bias showing, um, but I believe this is also our introduction to Nightwing, uh, which is oh. who uh, who Dick Grayson. That's his new hero persona after leaving leaving the mantle of Robin behind. So that's twofold. I remember never liking Nightwing. Oh, okay. But well, also, we'll I think that has as much to do with his character design as anything else. Mullets, man. <laughs> Don't that put mullets on superheroes. 90s. Yeah, <laughs> when when you're when you're sharing your your most prominent carrot piece of your character design with Captain Planet, it's a bad sign. <laughs> <laughs> and well, also, we'll the see. last time we had one of our one of our heroic ensemble palling around with Catwoman was Batgirl Returns. Oh yeah, and that didn't yeah. turn out great. So no, so it's got a couple of strikes against it, but I don't know. It's that's all that's all guilt by association. I really don't remember the the episode proper that much at all. So we'll see right. next week. Yeah. Yeah, but in the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Weiski TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter, twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton, or 
youtube.com slash hbi2k and you can always find the two of us right here at anchor.fm slash bat rankings where you can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice you can pay one five or ten dollars a month or you can even leave us a voice message and i'm glad i have this same patter every week because we have a voice message this week i almost forgot until just now (laughs) this is exciting yeah so let me just pull it up here and hi ben hi kenny it's arjul also known as ali McBeal on social um yeah (laughs) i think i've had um maybe 30 episodes or something to listen to the last month um so it's been amazing to see (laughs) all the things that had happened already and how you guys were handling those uh uh yeah major life-changing events i think um so i've had a double mastectomy last month and that's why i've been listening a lot to bad rankings um and it's helped me a lot and i'm a longtime supporter of ben new time supporter of kenny i love you guys and thank you so much for um yeah making my day thank you Aw, thank you so much, Allie. That's, uh, you know, when you when you put on a show like this, which is, you know, at the end of the day, just, just goofy, silly fun, That that is all that you want to get out of it is just knowing that that little bit of escapism every week can help somebody who's going through through something rough. So yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to make sure to reach out to Allie privately and make sure that that's because that was a a rather private thing that she just said. So I'm going to make sure that that was something that she wanted uh, played for the audience before I do that. But thank you so much for your kind words. Yeah, Uh, we watch a show about superheroes. You are a superhero. So thank you so much. That was really that was something else. Thank you very much for supporting us, listening to us and uh you're fantastic. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And all of you at home are fantastic. Thank you so much for all the love and support that you have sent us over the year and a half plus that we have been doing this. Not much oh. has happened in that past year and a half, though. You know? uh, yeah. I mean, other than <laughs> I, I, I think the biggest thing to happen was, uh, you know, the animation style change between yeah. animated series and TNBA. So yeah. that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Not uh, not a big deal, right. but uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Thank you, you so much. My back. Yes. Thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.